0: They were one of the most exciting and charismatic country groups of the 1990s. Little Texas, known for smash hits like Amy's Back in Austin, Kick a Little, God Bless Texas, What Might Have Been. We have the drummer for the band with us in tonight's show, Del Gray. Del, I'm so glad we could work this out and get you on the show. It's going to be fun. Man, thank you for having me, Glenn. Glad to be here. Absolutely. You guys are uh, you guys are still working, right? I mean, maybe not this moment with coronavirus, or maybe you are, but you're still touring, still at it.
1: Absolutely. You know, we're going on our 30, 31st year as a band, and um, we still do, uh, do about 75 dates a year. I tell people that I get to be a rock star on the weekend and home with my family during the week, so it is truly the best of both worlds in Little Texas right now.
0: So how is your schedule right now with the pandemic happening? Are you back to work yet, or are you still waiting? We
1: and, you know, something we are, and July looks good. Everything's kind of holding in, and, and, you know, it's, um, you know, it just all depends on state and local, but, um, the, the shows that we have done, uh, so far have been, um, you know, they're, they're implementing, uh, uh, you know, social distancing, and, um, it's a, it's a different time right now. So we just got to get through it, and hopefully, um, everything will get back to normal soon.
0: You guys have always been one of my favorites. I actually got to see you live uh, a few years back at the Jefferson County Fair in Hillsboro, Missouri, and uh, you guys put on an awesome show. And I can tell you guys really take a lot of pride in your live performance, just getting the crowd involved and just creating this party atmosphere.
1: <laughs> you know, we really do. You know, we were um, certainly raised on on Merle and, and Willie and, and Waylon and. And, uh, you know, the the classics of, of country, uh, back in the 70s and 80s when we were growing up. But we were also highly influenced by, uh, you know, going to a Kiss concert or going to Van Halen, um, going to see Rush. So you kind of, you know, meld all those together and that's what you get in Little Texas.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what 90s country seemed to be about. And you were big in bringing that in, that it, kind of combining that traditional country sound with a little bit of rock and roll and, um, it just was a really unique sound at the time, and it really revolutionized country music. I thought there in the early '90s.
1: Well, you know what? What was neat is, um, you know, CMT and and uh, some of the other video formats. Um, we, we would have so many fans go, "Hey, we were looking for MTV or looking for the rock, um, you know, rock videos, and we saw your video and kind of stopped. And we were hooked on country music from then on. So, um, and and back then we were, you know, all in our early 20s, and and. Um, probably looked a little more rock and roll than country but hey it uh, it worked and we were certainly blessed to to have a, a great career and still out there doing it
0: did you set out to be a country band or were you looking to be more of a rock and roll band and country seemed to work out better you, what was the mindset there when you guys were starting out
1: you know something always a country band uh we were highly influenced by the eagles uh we loved reckless heart alabama i mean those are some of the groups that we grew up Uh, listening to and and uh... eventually became great friends with um, and so we we were always uh, in in that country mind frame, uh, you know. A little little bit of background as far as the band, we kind of come in pairs, and uh, and so the bass player and the guitar player Porter Howell, who is now our lead singer and you know certainly the main songwriter of the group, um, they they were from Longview, Texas, and they grew up playing together. And then me and the original keyboard player Brady Seals, we grew up in the Ohio area. And um, and and you know loved. We went to Exile concerts when we were teenagers. Uh, Dwayne O'Brien and Tim Rushlow—they uh, grew up playing Six Flags in Dallas. And so um, one night we all kind of met. The, the, the four guys were were in one group, and Brady and I were playing for another group. And we hung out one night. We were in Massachusetts, of all places, and ended up uh, singing Eagle songs half the night. And we kind of looked around and said, hey, man, we could, you know, this could work. So uh, that's, you know, kind of the the beginnings of Little Texas.
0: We can definitely hear the Eagles influence, and I'm a huge Eagles fan. So I think that's why I became a fan of Little Texas as well. But then you guys got to do the the Common Thread uh, album, and you covered uh, Peaceful, Easy Feeling. And I think that's just such a great cover. What was it like to be a part of that?
1: You know something, you know, I remember I was 21 years old, and um, I was in the studio, the, the day that we were recording that, and I remember going, man, I'm 21 years old, I'm, um, I'm playing a song of one of my favorite bands, and I was using, there was a session drummer, famous session drummer named Larry London, and I got to use Larry London's drums on that track, and I was like, life couldn't get any better. And then what was neat is we were actually, um, you know, back in the 90s there was a show called Primetime Country, and Don Henley was on that show, and he stopped by our dressing room and we were rehearsing peaceful, easy feeling, you know, rehearsing harmonies and, and uh, you know, in his low voice, you know, hey, you guys kind of remind me of us when we were. Back, you know, back in the seventies when we were young, wow. <laughs> and so it was an awesome, it was an awesome uh, compliment. And and I don't get nervous playing, but having Don Henley sit over on a couch and watch you play "Peaceful, Easy Feeling," it was a little uh, a little unnerving that night.
0: <laughs> I bet so. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like the Eagles, the band broke up and then got back together. Uh, Nineteen ninety seven was the year you guys decided to separate for a bit kind of do your own thing what was that time like in 97 when the band kind of just had to come to a a stop there
1: you know something we had worked so hard during the 90s we averaged you know anywhere from 250 to 300 dates a year and and the first year we were out we did 319 dates and that's playing dates um you know of course we were all in our you know early to mid 20s and it was just time to take a break so at the end of 97 uh we decided to lay it down and um you know, I tell people it was the the best thing that could have ever happened to Little Texas because we got to go home and, and, and grow up. Uh, I tell people that when I climbed on a bus at 18 and then climbed off a bus when I was 30, I was basically still 18 because I had no life. You know, when you're on the road so much, um, that's a, a a skewed version of life, and you don't really get a chance to grow up. Um, and so we all got to go home. We all got to enjoy the houses and enjoy the things that we worked so hard for for so many years. Um, we got to go to Home Depot and Lowe's and cut our own grass and, and become, uh, human beings, I say. So it was a great time. I was a staff writer for Charlie Daniels Publishing Company, um, and was able to have some success on, you know, as far as songwriting on other artists. And uh and was very blessed to do that, as well as a, a few of the other guys in the band went on to be staff writers and um Dwayne Probes, he, he worked at Gibson for, for uh uh three or four years and what was neat is you know, he would call up and go, Hey man, I got to hang out with uh, you know, the Eagles last night or Hey man, I got to hang out with A C D C and I'm like, Man, I I wanna hang I want that <laughs> job <laughs>
0: But but like you said, your job was pretty cool at that time too. I think you were writing songs for. I know you wrote more for Trace Adkins, right?
1: I did. I had cuts with with Trace and and, uh, and Colin Ray, um, um, Gretchen Wilson. Uh, Trace uh, uh, or um, uh, Tracy Lawrence, Billy Ray Cyrus cut uh, one of my tunes, so uh, it was a, 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 a great time and, and just you know h- had a lot of fun being home and, and being a songwriter.
0: Were those hits that those artists recorded? Were they album cuts or? They were album cuts. Okay. I mean, the the, uh, the the
1: Moore song for Trace, it went. I think it was top five, and then um, you know Colin Ray, had a top four, and then the others were were, uh, were album cuts.
0: What was the Colin Ray song? Uh, you still take me there,
1: okay? Yeah, it was on it was on, a, on an album called Tracks. I remember that
0: song well. I'm a Colin fan, yeah. so yeah, that, yeah man, that's pretty absolutely. cool. And he he sang the dog out of it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's known to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: So uh, fast forward to 2004. The the band decides to get back together. Um, this time it's yourself, Porter, and the two Dwaynes Tim and Brady, I guess, decided not to come back. But um, what was that time like? Getting the guys back together and and getting back at it.
1: You know, something we would see each other at, at uh, you know, different functions in the music business, and um, someone suggested, "Hey, let's go to SIR and set up and, and play just for fun." Uh, we invited a couple of old uh, uh, road guys down to just kind of hang out and and uh, and hear it. And we broke into Amy and looked looked around at each other and said, "Yeah, this is this is Little Texas." And so we, we put it back on the road and, uh, and have been together ever since. We didn't, you know, haven't looked back and it's been a great time. We've, we've really enjoyed it. And, and like you said earlier, uh, you know, we thrive on playing live. We enjoy entertaining people and we enjoy getting to do what we love to do.
0: And with Tim Rushlow pretty much being the voice of Little Texas and your first run together and then not returning and then also Brady Seals not coming back either, I think most people assume that there was some bad blood there between the band and those two guys uh, how is that relationship with those two right now
1: yeah man we, we we see those guys um you know they're they're off doing you know what whatever they're doing and um you know we certainly wish them well and and uh, you know we, we just keep going and uh the four of us are are like-minded and great business you know partners and um it's uh it's kind of easy to be in little texas as a four-piece
0: and I gotta say, Porter has done a really good job taking over that lead singer role. And then I was looking at all your songs and I realized that he had a hand in writing most of them.
1: <laughs> well, well, absolutely. And he was kind of the, uh, you know, he, he was, he was the vocal coach back in the day. So, you know, he, he, he sang everything first, to, you know, to begin with. So it was just a natural process. We, when we first got back together, uh, we actually hired uh, a, a singer to come in and there was, you know, we had already had a 15, you know, almost 20-year relationship between the four of us. And so we, we just kind of had a meeting one day and said, you know something, if, if um, you know, we can't be accepted uh, with the four of us and with Porter singing, you know, we still have the harmonies intact with the two Dwayne singing harmonies, then, then we don't need to be doing it. And our first show with Porter, uh, it just killed. And we looked around and said, yep, this is it. Let's go.
0: Yeah, because I was wondering how it was going to sound when I went to your show. I was like, okay, you know, Tim's not there anymore. Uh, and I just thought you guys sounded awesome. It was like you didn't miss a beat, really. So,
1: Absolutely. Thank you.